You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. I have been waking up like uber early, but then again, I've been going to bed like a little earlier. So like mm-hmm. some like right around Aww. ten, I'm like uh, I'm ready to go to bed, and I just go to bed. And then yeah. five thirty in the morning, I'm up, and I'm like, what the fuck? I want to sleep <laughs> in. What the hell? Happened? <laughs> it's like I want to sleep in. You know, I used to be able to do this, and now it's like I can't. So. Oh. It's crazy. It's it's like absolutely crazy. And, um, you know, and then, you know, I get up, I have a cup of coffee, I'll watch like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll watch a TV show that I want, you know, that I'm trying to binge. And then mm-hmm. I go for a walk. So at least I'm yeah. being productive, you know, you somewhat. You are being productive. Yeah. Yeah. Morning constitution. That's what that entails. That's your morning constitution. Yeah. Whenever you do the same thing every morning. That's kind of a weekend thing. Is that a weekend thing? I yeah. I thought maybe it was like a weekday thing. No, not so much. You know, because oh, weekday, okay. I'm usually having to get started for work at 7. So mm-hmm. I really don't give myself enough time to go for a walk. But if okay. somehow this whole weekend thing of getting up at 5.30 transitions over, then I'll have time. Um, mm. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> So we should probably get Yeah, let's say you ready to get into this? <laughs> yeah, as much as or little as I know of I remember. I used to watch it all the time. It was actually one of my favorite movies for okay. the longest time. Alright. Um so I don't think you've ever been on one of the essential ones though, have you? Uh, no, I haven't. Like, okay. So the golden rule, we're not Googling. Yeah. We're not looking up anything. Ah oh, shit. Sorry. Okay. Turn it, turning the phone off. Fine. Yep. That's that's the name of the game. So I think I did that before. <laughs> So it's relying on the old gray matter. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I know. I, I know, which has made this series really fun for me because, you know, I, I'm like, I know I'm fucking things up, <laughs> but I'm good with it. I, I'm good with yeah, it. Yeah, and be- nobody corrects you, which is great. Exactly, right? So, what is um, wrong with you people out there? <laughs> we, I, I need my listeners to go, you know what, Dave, you were way off base on that, and... But mm-hmm. they haven't done that, so good news for no. me. Yeah. Um, but all right, let's go ahead and get started then. Sounds great. Let me just double check I'm recording. I am. Very good. This is a something podcast. family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Ghostbusters! Ghostbusters. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. 
We're ready to believe you. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! X. To each other. Party on, dudes! This is Bonsai Retro Club. I am Dave. Online, I've got Rose. God peace. God peace already. My God, right at the beginning. Love it. Uh, what we're doing today, listener, is we are going through another one of our 1980s essential movies. Uh, and we have worked our way from 140 all the way to number 74. And this is A Fish Called Wanda, released in 1988. So for those of you that don't know and haven't listened to the series... Uh, I found this list on RottenTomatoes.com. They said these are the 140 essential movies. I think some writer somewhere put together this list and said, this is what I think. So I've been trying to go through every one of these uh, movies and give it its own podcast episode. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. A Fish Called Wanda. Normally when I set up these episodes, I... I'll say I'm going to insert the trailer, so I'm going to insert the trailer here. Otto is a man of many talents. Hey, great fish. Oh, a little squeeze of lemon, some tartar sauce. Ken Buck is a man of few words. <laughs> Tell him from me. <laughs> George is the man with the plan. Thirteen millions, my friends. And Wanda. Do you speak Italian? Molto pericoloso. Is the woman they love. They all set out to commit the perfect crime. To 20 million. To a job well done. But it turned into something... George moved the loot? Less than perfect. Disappointed! So they turned to a lawyer named... Archie Leash. Leach. George is going to tell him what the diamonds are. With Wanda as the bait. I want you to make love with me. Pop. Nothing, nothing. He's really hooked. I thought you weren't jealous. I'm not. I don't believe in jealousy. It's for the weak. Come a girl as bright as you could have a brother who's so... Don't call me stupid. I'm really, really sorry. I apologize unreservedly. Are you totally deranged? You're afraid so, old chap. John Cleese. Will you leave immediately, please? Jamie Lee Curtis. Kiss me there. Kevin Klein. Put the other one up. Michael Palin. May I kiss you, Ken? No, you can't. A fish called Wonder. <laughs> A smashing. Oh, dear. Comedy. And then I also usually have my Google device, but because of this whole COVID thing, my wife's been working at home and the Google device is on the other side of the room, so I'm not going to be relying on that anymore. But what I'll do is I'll read the blurb that is provided to us from RottenTomatoes.com, which is basically, it's uh, directed by Charles Crichton, uh, starring John Cleese, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin Klein, Michael Palin. Synopsis, synopsis is basically an ambitious and sexy con artist uses every tool at her disposal to obtain a fortune in jewels. Uh, so this is, it's got a 94% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. This is the part that I tell the world that I have never, ever seen it. So I am <laughs> relying on Rose to give us some details here. Shit! Oh, we're screwed. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> so Rose, I'm so glad you're here because you have seen it. Um, you suckered me into this one. Oh my god. What? That's the way it works. Believe. That's the way this whole Damn. essential movie scene works. Uh, and I gave Rose the golden rule that we're not Googling things, we're not looking it up, so we're relying on our gray matter. Um, and even Scott, he was like, when we were messaging before, he says, oh my God, that's a good movie. Um, so why is this a good movie? Why is this something that you remembered and you were like, hell yeah, I want to be on it? Are you asking me that question now? I am. Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, bleh, bleh, bleh. Good answer. Brilliant. Exactly. Okay. So there's certain people that you oh, rate, I guess, in life when you certain actors that you have such high expectations from. Um, if you follow certain actors and their careers. You either you either get a mixed bag of good movies and bad movies, uh, or more than good movies, more than bad movies, whatever. Uh, when you have an ensemble cast like this, you really kind of go, oh, you know. So uh, love Jamie Lee Curtis from anything that she was in. Uh, first, of course, saw her in Halloween, so just amazing person. Then saw her in Trading Places, Trading just places. even more amazing. amazing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she's a hottie. She definitely has, you know, you didn't notice it so much, you know, in Halloween because she was just coming into her looks. But, yeah. you know, when she, you know, grew into herself, you know, got, you know, better looking and more pronounced, she you know, she could do, and she's really gifted too. She's very intelligent, very funny as an actress. Yeah, you know, she, I, I don't, she I, I don't have Scott to rely on here, but yes, there was yeah. training places we had boobage. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's just like okay, cool. Kevin Klein, uh, love Kevin Klein, in um, hold on a second. Uh, I had just started, I had just finished, I liked him in a lot of things. He's a really good actor, but I had just seen him in I Love You to Death with Tracy Ullman. Okay. And it was just one of my immediate favorites because Tracy Ullman plays a very dutiful wife with family and mom's living with them and the kids and they own, uh, I think they own a restaurant of some kind or pizza joint or something. And he's like the landlord for all the apartments that are up in the, and he's a bit of a philanderer. So she finds out that he's uh, having an affair and she tries to kill him. So <laughs> it's, uh, it was a great movie. It was actually filmed, partly filmed in Tacoma. Oh, okay. And right there in your neck of the woods. Part, yeah. Certain parts of the Northwest. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, River Phoenix is in it, and there's this one scene. I know we're not talking about this movie, but we are. Uh, there's this one scene where they're tangent, in the truck, and tangent. River Phoenix, I know, talking to Kevin Klein's character, and behind it, I can see this clothing store for plus size women called the Queen's Closet. 
is as if they're driving down Tacoma Avenue and they're driving away from it. The only problem is it's still there. They never actually really drove away from it. So it's like that that weird stock footage that's constantly uh, you know going on. So Kevin Klein now is with Jamie Lee Curtis. Fantastic. Then you got to throw in the heavy hitters. You got John Cleese. You got Michael Palin, Monty Python fame. Yeah. This is like, this is going to be fucking awesome. And truthfully, I don't know if anyone has ever seen a moniker for this. You know, I consider this a screwball comedy because there is, it's right up there with, it's a mad, 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 mad world. <laughs> And yeah. anything that? that's done mads? by the Marks. There's a lot of mads in there. Yeah. But if you ever saw the movie, massive ensemble. I'm talking about the first one done in the 50s, 60s, not the later one that was done in the, you know, it was, there was two versions. I prefer the original version, Mickey Rooney and all the comedians in Hollywood that they could throw in there. So, so now you've got stage set and there's like a lot of, British-isms in it because, well, Michael Palin, John Cleese, British. Um, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Palmer, he's in it too. He's a very prominent British actor in sitcoms and things over in Britain at the time. Uh, he was, I used to watch a lot of stuff that he did. Um, so there's just a lot of weirdness going on um and i i really haven't seen this movie in such a long time because i used to watch it constantly for just the humor factor um ken uh kevin ken klein no wrong character kevin klein plays this uh character named otto and he thinks he's like super smart but he really isn't and he's kind of a doofus and people kind of have to tell him that on a regular basis because, you know, he's, he's trying a little too hard, but he's a thug. He doesn't look like one, but he really is because he's like all brawn, no brain kind of a thing. And, uh, so then what's his like, relationship to, uh, Jamie Lee? I think at some point they probably had a thing. Or they do have a thing. Okay. Can't quite remember. But she has, like, no scruples because she's a con artist. So if she needs to get information out of people, well, you know, what better way to do that than to use your sexual prowess? Yeah, and I was watching the trailer earlier, and it looked like she uh, was basically having sex with every one of these guys. Yeah, that was her thing. And she didn't care because it didn't mean anything to her because she's trying to, you know, there's, like, millions of dollars involved in this heist, you know, and there's like jewels and there's cops at every turn and people trying to, you know, uh, what is it? Outwit each other and, you know, con each other. Uh, Michael Palin's character's name is Ken and he stutters really bad, which does a really good job at that. So, they at some point or at most points will make fun of that, you know, of him doing that. And John Cleese is kind of like, he's kind of 
Well, he's a straight man. They said that the he was a lawyer part. or something. Yes, he was a barrister. Okay. Because that's how they, they, you know, address their barristers. So the one part that I do remember, you know, now mind you, I didn't watch a whole lot of Monty Python as a kid. My friends in high school, they were all like, man, I stayed up the last night till like 1130 and I was watching Monty Python. It was so awesome. It's just like, I got to get into this because I felt like I needed to do that, you know, to be in the know, you know, so I would try and stay up, never worked, you know, tried to follow the sketches. All that English accent stuff was just way over my head. Thank God the 80s invented closed caption because I never would have got through Blackadder you know, without it. So it was just like after a while you get used to it. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. Queen's English, get on you. So uh, John Cleese uh, didn't – he was crazy and zany and quirky and very extremely talented. Of course, you know, did Palty Towers and all these other things. But I had never seen him without his clothes on. And there's this one – particular scene I want to say he still has his socks and shoes on but maybe he doesn't where he's completely declothed except for like bikini underwear like what do you call those speedos yeah yeah and I'm looking at this guy going Woo! honey really yeah John Cleese my goodness, man had like thighs that went on forever, muscular, everything. <laughs> I never would have guessed that for John. Nice. No, no, I know. It's just like, that just totally made the movie for me. Because you, you don't think of John Cleese as a, you know, a physical no. specimen. Um, and he's yeah, that's. He's, he's, he, yeah, he's. He is a physical comedy specimen. <laughs> yes. However, yes. For this particular scene, he was, you know, a little bit more than that. So now in yeah. the trailer, I saw him standing there with like somebody's picture in front of his, you know, mm-hmm. Yahoo. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so I saw that, but I don't remember yeah. like, you know, thinking to myself, my God, he's like, you know, ripped or something. So. Yeah, it was just, I think it was just the right moment because he was doing kind of like this little funky dance thing. Okay. You know, and, you know, sometimes guys with like either he like walked a lot or ran or he's a jogger, you know, that sinewy thighs kind of a thing in the big calves. And maybe I was just really young and just. <laughs> <laughs> Not too many As you are. <laughs> yes. I was 28 when it came out. Too many Barles and James. Yeah, too many Barles and James that day. But um, no, so it was great. And the more I watched it, you know, the more involved, you know, you kind of get into it. And you start rooting, you know, for the, the lesser of the evils, you know. I always root for, you know, John Cleese, you know, he ended up kind of figuring out what the hell was going on finally, you know, and he got a little bit of smarts about him, which was great. I was kind of hoping he would. I was like, Oh, come on. You can't be the dumb guy through this, throughout this whole thing. That's, that's not possible. 
which he does, and he ends up calling her on her shit, which is great. But, um, yeah, so to be able to say, okay, we definitely want you to come out unscathed, but which one of these other yahoos, you know, so I have to pretty much go, you know, girl power and just, you know, hope that Jamie Lee's, you know, Wanda. There's another girl in there too, Wendy. I can't remember what her function was, but, um, and there was a bunch of other people in there. I think John Cleese's wife was in it as well at some point. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, yeah. So Quite the it was ensemble. Just, yeah, yeah. And it's just, you know, like I said, you know, screwball comedy, lots of uh, physicality. Um, at some point, Otto hangs uh, John Cleese's character out the window. His name is Archie Leach. Okay. In the movie. And I always thought Archie Leach was Cary Grant's real name. I could be wrong, but it kind of sounded familiar. I thought that was actually pretty cool. So he's hanging him out the window, and Wanda is like antagonizing Otto something fierce and calling him stupid, and then taking it back and saying, no, that's actually an insult to stupid people. You know, and he's just like, he tries, he's like, so, you know, I apologize. You know, John Cleese is going through this apology, and it's just so convoluted. It's a British apology. It's like the British, the most British apology I've ever heard in my life. It was like an entire paragraph of just really nice kind of undertones and yet there's this air of seriousness about what you're apologizing for and how devastated you are as a person to even have thought that you could get away with something like this, you know, in order to make the other person believe that you're telling the truth. And it's like, at that point it was just like, okay, this guy's funny. I like this. (laughs) And then Otto's was just like, you know, he kind of has this puzzled look on his face, and then he goes, I'm not stupid. Absolutely not. You know? <laughs> it's like, no, you're not stupid. You know, so obviously he doesn't. I don't know. Honestly, I can't even remember if he drops him out the fifth floor window or he just drags him back in, which I thought would have been just as bad. You know? You made it sound like he, John Cleese at the end, is gets wise to Jamie Lee Curtis. So that makes me think that something happened where he survived, you know, being held outside. Yeah. Oh, I know. But I'm just saying, you know, when I said drop him out the window, I mean, she could have landed on a, a you know, a sheet hanging. Right, know, right. Line like and a canopy into... or something or whatever. Yeah, right, yeah. Usual, I fell right. out the window and I landed in. Something you'd see at a screwball comedy where, you know, there's something that yeah. saves the fall. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen that gimmick. We've seen that gimmick. So, yeah. 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 So, Fish Called Wanda, how many times have you seen it, do you think? I want to say the area of five or six times. Five or six. Okay. So this I know is... it's not a lot. Yeah, I know it's not a lot. Yeah. But it's on a, in a span of you know, like a couple of years. Okay. It was it was one of the go-to rentals for mom 
time in the evening I when you. the kids are in bed. Okay. Yeah. Right up there with uh, any James Spader movie. <laughs> and or Andrew with McCarthy. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. No, nah, we could all watch Andrew McCarthy. He never really made anything racy. Actually, he did. And I told you about that before. I was very disappointed in that movie. You know, they, they thought they were doing a great job reuniting him and Molly Ringwald together. Yeah. And it just, it was like a soft porn. Was that Fresh Horses? Yep. Yep. Total waste of time. Yep. Sorry, guys. It sucked. Uh, like uh, it. We're, we're allowed. We're allowed to our opinions yeah. here. But, um, yeah, so, crazy people that spent money to rent this show. <laughs> yeah. So if I'm like streaming, you know, or if I'm yeah. going through and I'm scrolling through like all the movies that are available and I come across a fish called Wanda, um, let's say it's available for two bucks. Should I rent it? Absolutely. Okay. If you've never seen it before. Never. Absolutely. Watch it because for anything, if you're any type of, and I don't know, I've never asked you this. Are you an Anglophile at all? Define that. Oh. Uh, you're interested in in like British stuff, like you British history, British music, British comedies, British movies. Um, somewhat British whole. You know, I know Anglophile is like Anglo-Saxon that type of thing, but it to me to me it doesn't really just include just it's not England exclusively. Okay, it's England or any any of the British Isles, you know, countries that are in. The United Kingdom, let's just say. I consider myself one for a very long time. But then, of course, haha, I find out later, that's because I am. It's in the genetics. It's in the genetics. Nice. So, I know. Great. Yeah, if I were to go over to London right now and pull out, I'd be like, shut the fuck. I thought I'd ever do that again. Sorry. <laughs> I've been in America too long. Yes. So yeah, yeah I so, yeah, um, yeah. Is definitely if if it's three dollars, spend it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it, if I come it, across it, it, then maybe I'll, maybe I'll commit. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't go in for you know because there's a lot of people that do all the reviews and you know this is the the two best movies you know that ever were created and so you know and so it's like oh come on. Everybody can't be the two best movies ever created. There has to be a category to where you have to say, okay, this is this is really this is a really good war movie. Full Metal Jacket, yeah, is a really war movie. Yes, people go, oh, no, but Saving Private Ryan. I was like, okay, Saving Private Ryan is a gory war movie, but you know, and then you'll get the older ones. Well, Apocalypse Now. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. You know, let's just put that in a list. And then you got your comedies, and then you got your dramas, and then you got, you know, your action films, and then you got horror stuff like that. So it's definitely on that list for a reason. Essential movies to watch for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that makes sense. Um, like I said, if I come across it, maybe I'll commit. Um, I haven't seen it like on the list, you know, as I'm looking for movies or TV shows to watch. And, uh, yeah, I guess if I do come across it, I, I'm I'm more interested now than I was before we started talking. So that's good. 
awesome. And I was glad I was able to hit up IMDb while I was waiting for you to call me. <laughs> so I could remember some of the essential shit yes. that happens in the movie. Nice. Before you pull that, no Google. Yeah, I, I well, I mean, yeah, that's the uh, the joy of the essential movie uh, series is you know trying to keep uh, you know reliant on gray matter, uh, and you know it's because you know I've listened to too many podcasts where people are you know just regurgitating fact and figures from the internet, and I don't want to yeah. I don't want us to be that. So no, it's kind of yeah. like copying a book report. From yeah, the, from the actual pages of the book. Right. And I'm completely fine with the fact that if it's a movie that we haven't seen in 20, 30 years, and mm -hmm. maybe we remember it wrong. But, you know, that's the fun part. <laughs> well, know. yeah, and that's where our fans and our, our listeners come in. Yeah. Y'all out there, yep. all however thousand of you, uh, call us on our shit. Exactly. Seriously. Totally. What the hell? We're not... What are we, podcast gods? If we were, you know, <laughs> that would be our day job. So apparently we're not. You know, there's somebody out there shaking their head going, God damn it, why didn't she remember this part? Right. Or why didn't she say there this other part? Oh, no, she's going to talk about John Cleese's thighs. Well, goddamn right I did. You talk <laughs> about whatever the hell you want to talk about. Okay? I don't bat for the other team, so I'm only going to give Jamie Lee Curtis enough, you know. If she was naked in it, I don't remember. Yeah. How's that? Yeah, like I said, I remember, <laughs> you know, from trading places. But, you know, that's because, yeah. yeah, I am a guy. Um, but, you know, that's the way I'm wired. Uh, all right. Well, then, cool. Um, I think this about wraps things up, unless you have anything else you want to add about A Fish Called Wanda. It, it was actually the title that, uh, when I pulled it off the shelf to rent it, it was a new release, and I pulled it a fish called Wanda because there are fish in it. Just so you know. Okay. And uh, <laughs> they uh, they're like tropical fish, so they're kind of expensive. Uh, and I thought, call her fish Wanda. What is this all about? You know. So you flip over the you know the the box that the videotape is in and you go, oh, okay. This looks good. Ooh, John Cleese. Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm. Alrighty. Okay, we'll take this one. You know, move on to something else. A kid one. Probably <laughs> never a Nick story or something like that. Rainbow Bright. Whatever. Although my kids didn't really, my daughter didn't really like Rainbow Bright very much. I'm more of a Care Bear family. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Alrighty, um, so this is part where we remind everybody we have a website out there. That's uh, bonsairetroclub.com. Please go out there, check us out. Follow us on all our linkage to the different things that we do, be it Twitter, be it Instagram, be it Facebook. Uh, so if you're doing any of that uh, clickety-click on the old internet and you give us a follow, we'd much appreciate it. Uh, Rose, Always. yeah, Rose. I know you're doing some stuff on uh, Instagram, so you're at Eighties Music Girl and Dragons mm -hmm. Rose Red. So, yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, so if you guys want to, please go out there, give her a follow, and give her some love. That'd be great. Uh, Facebook, you're doing the Eighties Music Girl, so please uh, go ahead and follow that page as well. Yes, thank you everybody for following my fan page on 
uh, 80s music girl. I know I don't post very often when I do. It's always magical. Nice. And mostly 80s. Perfect. Just so you know. Yeah. The magical decade that got us started. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, me, I'm taking care of all of our bonsai retro club accounts. So, uh, you know, that be it, like I mentioned before, the Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, you know, please interact with us. You want to drop us an email. That's McFly at bonsai retro club.com. That goes out to the whole group. Uh, so whether it be Rose, myself or Suzanne or Scott, you know, we'll see that email. We'll be able to, uh, you know, give you, you know, we'll, we'll, Give your feedback some attention. And if you have your thoughts on a fish called Wanda, we'd really like to hear from it. So please, Absolutely. Yeah, please do, you know, send us a email, smoke signal, whatever you got available to you. Yeah. Uh, Favorite clips would be great. I, I would like people to send me if they can, because I know they're on in, not Instagram, YouTube, you know, your favorite clip or your favorite scene from a fish called Wanda. That'd be cool. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. So and, we know where everybody's head is. And maybe it's John Cleese Dicing. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so with all that being said, we want to just uh, remind everybody, please be excellent to each other and have a good whatever. Bye-bye. Absolutely. Bye-bye. This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Banzai Daniel-san! Hey, Banzai! 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 <laughs> and on the next episode, we're going to be talking about Das Boot, 1981. Das Boot! Oh my god. Jürgen Propp now!
I apologize unreservedly. You take it back. I do. I offer a complete...